What's up, y'all? It is I, me, Samantha, coming to you live with another episode on Stuttering Christian. I don't know if I like that intro. I really don't know. But on this episode, I decided to talk on a topic that is a little controversial in a sense. And you're probably thinking, oh, Samantha's about to spill the tea. No, it's not real, really tea in a sense. It's just my opinion. So if you are a person that stutters, you most likely have attended speech therapy. If it's in the school or if it's a private speech therapist, you've attended, attended, you've participated. I don't know the word. You went to speech therapy. So I'm going to share my experience. So I hope y'all enjoy this episode speech therapy it's a time where for the longest time you either believe this is going to cure me this is going to get rid of my stutter but in reality it's not a cure i started to attend speech therapy when i was in first or second grade. It was either those two. I was in a room with, in a very cold room, as I remember. I was with my speech therapist and two other guys. One of them stuttered and the other had trouble with his R's. And I didn't really really think much about it because I wasn't bullied yet. And when I was bullied, the people, my classmates would stand up for me, which was very cool. But it wasn't until when reality set in, when the two other guys graduated from speech therapy, And I was still there. It was hard. And as elementary came and went, then we get into fifth and sixth grade. I was still in speech therapy within the the school. I would be taken out of my classes. I would miss class just so I would be taught techniques that I already knew, but my stubborn self was too stubborn to use. It was lonely. I started to get more and more frustrated as I got older because God gave, gave me the stutter and I'm just going to talk like it is. It wasn't until seventh grade when my speech 
therapist started to say things that you were not supposed to say to someone that stutters. Slow down. Breathe. Think before you speak. And that's when the frustration started to become more and more. And when eighth grade hit, that's when my speech therapist basically gave up on me. I was too stubborn to use techniques. I, in quotes of my speech therapist, I wasn't willing to try. And that's when things got hard, but it got easier. With that out of the way, I started to be more of myself and not have speech therapy hold me back. When high school hit, somehow the high school thought, oh, she still needs to be put in speech therapy. And I got paired with a speech therapist that her mission was to cure me. And those are her words that she said in my ARD meeting. And when my mom heard that, she knew. She was like, uh-uh. For one, there is no cure. There is nothing that will stop this stutter. And yet I was still stuck in speech therapy. That speech therapist thought, oh, I'm going to try to cure her. So I'm going to say, slow down, breathe, think before you speak. And that's when the frustration started to become more and more and more. I wanted to prove her wrong. It wasn't until with my involvement with National Stuttering Association where I started to learn more and more on how to love the way I talked. Love the stumbling of the words that come out of my mouth. As I graduated high, high school, I started to go to a private speech therapist. And don't get me wrong, she she is awesome. I'm still th thankful for her because she is a part of my story. But it got to the point when I realized I know all of the speech therapy techniques. They are literally drilled in my brain. It got to the point where I need to be taught how to love myself. Around that time, I was in a couple months in of my first year at DBU, and I hit an all-time low. I hated the way I look. I hated the way I spoke. I hated everything about myself. I was shunned for, for being a woman that wants to preach. I was looked down upon because I had a call into ministry just because I'm a fe female. That's when I signed myself up for counseling, and that changed my life. My counselor taught me how to love my, myself 
how to be kind and how to set boundaries with not just myself, but with people around me. She taught me that as you get older, people will not care that you stutter. People are just glad that you are here. And that became more true each week. She taught me how to do something a stutterer would never do. And that's something that I live by each and every single day. It's the reason why I've made this podcast in hopes to inspire other people stuttering or not to share your story. By then, after many counseling sessions, I realized more and more that something was off. Something was off because the idea of going to class became so hard. It became difficult. I could not leave my apartment. The idea of attending my Greek lab scared me. It paralyzed me. The idea of speaking started to become too much. That's when I I realized that I needed to talk to my doctor. And that's when I realized I struggled with anxiety and depression. When I got put on the right meds, that's when things changed again. I started to love myself more. I started to do things a stutter would never do. And this is not me saying, oh, every, every stutter needs to be put on meds. Like, I had something completely not involved with my stutter lacking. And that's when it's important to talk to your doctor and be open. And as each year of college came and went, then we get to my, la- my last year, my last semester. And with being in a pandemic, it was hard to do something a stutter would never do. But as the fall semester of the last semester at DBU came, I knew I needed to be kind to myself. I stood up for myself more. I did things stutters would never never do. I did things that scared the living daylights out, out of me. And by then was graduation. As I walked that stage, and praying that, for one, I would not fall. But another thing is I was th- thanking God through all of the hardships of stuttering, through all, all of the times I was bullied, through all of the times I was looked down upon or not believed that I could do something, I did it. To all of the people that bullied me, 
to the high school that said you can't go into a four-year school because you are in a resource class. To all of the students that told me you can't preach because you are a woman. To the professor that said women can't preach, they can only teach, but not to men. All I have to say is thank you. From what I went through, for, from what I struggled with daily, with the idea of just the fear of speaking that soon paralyzed me and then I was able to get out of, out of that. Because all of the times I was bull bullied to all the times I was looked down upon, I didn't give up. I'm here sharing my story and hoping and praying that to the people that stutter or not, know that you got this. If God can change people through just the actions that other people do, if Jesus was able to call on people to follow him, he called on a tax collector. He called on a hothead of a fisherman. He called on people to follow him. Pe people that we would not think that would be called on. Know that you are you are called. So now to wrap this up as I'm sitting here looking at the birds and the spiders that somehow there is a lot of here in te Texas. I'm grateful of what I went through because of those moments, because of me being bullied. I'm here. I'm able to share my story with you. So I don't have a stuttering story today, but tune in whenever I post next. And as I always say, if you meet someone that stutters, be kind. And don't be a jerk.